How do you say? How do you say? Is it hurt? Hi. hi. Hello. Welcome to How to Say Hi, a podcast that shares the power of ordinary interactions and hopes to inspire each listener to be on the hunt for opportunities to connect with others. Today we're talking about work, a place that we rush to in the morning and often rush away from as soon as we can. I'm Maggie. I recently started working in person at a new office after more than five years of working from home. And I'll tell you, it's been a rough transition. I'm Caitlin. We're going to go ahead and get right into how being open to new interactions in the workplace can make your day more enjoyable. We'll start by talking about some of the social barriers we think exist and our own personal experiences. To wrap it up, we'll give you some tips, tricks, and challenge you to add a little bit more joy to your workday. Even though I'm known to always bring the glitter, I've erected this really bizarre barrier when it comes to daily office life interactions It's really weird. Well, let's start there then because that surprises me. Why do you feel that you're kind of a different person at work than you are when you're with your friends? I think it has something to do with the mindset when I'm going to work. I think that people who I have brought into what I would call the Caitlin world from work world are like, whoa, you're a completely different person. And that's probably something that's really common. But for me in particular, I think I really compartmentalize this fun Caitlin world versus this task thing I have to do, which is work. You know, I'm told when I need to be there. I'm told what I have to get done throughout the day. And so I put those on a task list and I'm less kind of organic in my interactions because it's almost like if anyone out there watches Star Trek, I'm seven of nine, the robot lady, the Borg lady, (laughs) who is like irrelevant. That doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Let's stay on task. Like this is not the optimal way to do this. And I get into that mindset. And so when someone asks me at work, how are you? I'm like, oh, fine, really busy and keep walking. But where I need to check myself is the intention. They're asking me to, of course, be polite and friendly, but I guarantee that those people would love a little bit more of an answer than, okay, I'm fine, just really busy, and me keep walking. Like, that. come on, Caitlin. Like, that's <laughs> so not me in the usual world. But I think, you know, the takeaway there is that I need to be more focused on their intention. I'm sure you're not the only one that struggles with this at-home personality versus at-work personality. There are definitely like societal structures at play that we have to put on this like professional facade. And there is that kind of scripted, hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Keep it work related. But the whole point is to focus on that intention and to bring a little bit more of our own intention to those interactions that they can be more friendly and true and honest to who we are and and kind of break down some of those barriers we've built. It's really interesting too because kind of analyzing my own work personality, I can get in front of a meeting of people and I will find something to relate to them with in order to connect with them in some way. And it that personality in itself, which is a work setting, is very different than like me sitting at my desk and having coworkers ask me if I want to go for coffee and I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I could, but I'm so busy, which is not true. Like I could get up for 10 minutes and go get coffee, but I have a hard time 
almost to me it feels like a sacrifice because if I were to get that coffee then I might have to stay after work another extra 10-15 minutes to finish up whatever time took away and I just want to get home to Caitlin world where it's fun and I get to do whatever I want to do and play all the things I want to play and so I think that's difficult for me. Well let's explore that too because if everyone is just rushing through their day, staying focused, not making connections because they want to get home to the fun or to the people they feel connected with, like wouldn't it be better to bring some of that intention and connection to work so that you're not just miserable for eight plus hours a day rushing home <laughs> to the fun? You you have that in your job. That is definitely a solid point. And you know, kind of makes me think about a scenario which happened to me maybe two years ago now and I was at a work meeting and I ended up making a connection at this work meeting and we are now like best friends and I'm just so happy to have her um, in this city with me and I wouldn't that wouldn't have happened that fun interaction would not have existed if I had not taken that chance and spent that extra 30 minutes which I had of course put in at the end of the work day (laughs) But yeah, I think that that's a really valid point. Why not make work a little more enjoyable by taking those small moments and taking those small breaths of fresh air? Because you might learn something. You might learn the best joke you've ever heard in your (laughs) life. You might learn about someone's hobby or pastime that maybe you're also interested in. And you don't have to be best friends with them, but maybe you're right in that you could laugh and have a little joy and not be so seven of nine Mm -hmm. but Maggie I'm curious to your take on this because our personalities are really different Mm -hmm. and even though I might be a little bit like the loudest person at the party and (laughs) bopping around and doing all the things I feel like you are better at having some of those like one-on-one conversations or kind of investing in those small moments you just started a new job you're at a new office how has it been? What was day one like walking in with these people you don't know? It is a little wild because after working from home for over five years where I did not have to have small talk or deal with anyone I didn't want to, I got very comfortable with that. And I could turn it on for work calls and then immediately could turn it oh, off yes. and deal with the yeah. quiet. So being in an office setting was was new and, and surprising in many ways. There was just people who were asking about my day and what I like to do. And First, I thought everyone was just flirting with me because I forgot how human interaction (laughs) worked. But once I got through that, it was like I I would have to go out of my way and say hi. And I I was terrified of rejection, thought maybe I was annoying people because they were just trying to get their job done. But I realized that, one, I couldn't do my job alone. I needed to build these connections with people. I needed to learn what other people did so I knew who to go to for for certain things. And it was just going to take time. I'm not going to make best friends on my first day. So I'd have to try a little bit every single day. And there was this one person who she was introduced to me early on and I, I knew she kind of ran the office and knew where things were and how to get things done. So I knew she'd be a good person to have, but I felt like I was bothering her. Every time I asked a question, she kind of, you know, answered pretty short and move on and didn't really hang around. But I, you know, I needed to know things from her and I kind of stayed with it and just every day would say hi and maybe mention the weather or just something kind of silly and random, but she it had, worked. She had Caitlin's work personality. Yes. <laughs> She's like, yeah, what do you want? With Here's your answer. Here's your answer. Back to work. Need yeah. something else? No problem. Here's your answer. Back to work. Yes, but I no broke plus. through and yeah. I got her to break down that barrier. And now she comes to me and says hi and asks about things. Oh, and um, there was even one moment where I, I was working on something with her and she kind of reviewed it and then praised my work. And I felt like 
I'm in. I got it. Like she's she's my work ally now, and and I've got someone on my side, and I'm on her side, and and it did, it did take work, and it's very possible that she just got used to doing things this way and didn't really need the interaction. But since I was persistent and friendly and just stayed with it, she also saw that value yeah. in in chatting and connecting. What about those moments where? Because I, I know I've had this going to a new office where someone comes up to you. And maybe they're the office personality and they say something to you. And like you said, you're like, why is Tris talking to me? Are they like, is it, are they flirting? Do they actually want to know me? It's just, are they trying to take a long break work or from yeah. work or what? What was that moment like? Because there's anxiety in that moment for a yes. lot of people. Yeah. A few days later, uh, this guy came to my office, my little cube, and I thought he needed something. But he was really just saying like, what have you been up to? Have you lived in the city long? Um, what do you like to do for fun? And my brain went blank. Like, what do I do for fun? Do I even have a personality? Like, I just couldn't even think. And I kept kind of waiting for him to get to the work thing, but he didn't. He just kept asking me what I like to do and, and like about my life. And it was so weird because, you know, at work we're so tied to like the task, getting things Mm -hmm. done. We need information and we move on. But I was not used to people just being genuinely curious right. about me and, and wanting to get to know me. And he was just mm. trying to, to do the same thing that I've been doing yeah. with the other person. Like get to know me, build that connection so that we could work together and, and, and be, you know, work friends. I think that in, in the recent years, work culture has become such an important thing mm-hmm. that companies are focusing on that and and but the reason it's becoming so popular is because people are more likely to enjoy their eight hours at work Mm -hmm. in a place that has a culture that fits their personality so I mean that says a lot right there if you have these big huge companies who are like hey we're having a company culture day all right there's a reason for that and there's probably some research out there which Mm -hmm. Maggie would know about (laughs) um, that talks about that but before she does one other quick note if someone comes up to you and asks you a question like, "How? What, what do you like to do for fun? What was your weekend like? If you don't have the perfect answer and the first thing that comes to your head is like pretty much a lie, it's okay. <laughs> don't panic. You can just say something surface level. And as you get more comfortable, you can make that answer more detailed. So mm-hmm. if someone asks you like, what do you like to do for fun? You can be like, oh my gosh, so much. I can hardly even pick one. What do you like to do for fun? Mm-hmm. You know, put the question back on them because if he came up to you probably in a sense with open arms, he's trying his best to make you feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you are a little frazzled. Maybe you're working on something for work and you're having a hard time with that mental transition, which is mm-hmm. completely normal. Just say say the question back to them. And that's like a quick way to free yourself up from the spotlight but still say, hey, I'm accepting your invitation to interact. I don't know what to say right now, so all I'm going to do is put the question back on you, and I hope you have a better answer than I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what about company culture research? What do you got? There is so much out there in terms of company culture research. And a quick definition, company culture is the character and personality of an organization. A lot of that research is geared towards organizations and their leaders, to say you can shake off that boring, dusty work culture, business only, professional only, and accept people as their whole selves. They can bring their personalities to work. They can be quirky and explore a little bit more outside of that like business only conversations. Some of the benefits of company culture are that people will stay longer, they are more productive and creative, and they bring a lot more of their best selves to work to um, their projects. And so that's why companies are kind of coming around to that. 
And one thing that it does for us as workers is it's bringing, it's giving you that permission to be yourself, to take that time to say hi, make friends, raise your hand and challenge things, and really be engaged, be empowered to be um, your best self while you're at work. And companies are encouraging this. It's not mm-hmm. like it's something that needs to be hidden or on the back burner. They're actually throwing these happy hours and these events where they literally are trying to promote that interaction. So why not take advantage of it and bring yourself to that and enjoy it and see it as a treat? Speaking personally to myself, I'm not good at that. I hear happy hour after work and I hear, oh, that's a long work day. And I've been trying to change that thought process and say to myself, okay, cool. This is an opportunity for me to try out a new place that I haven't been to on the company's dime and have some of those interactions that maybe I've been steering from because of the projects on my desk. So with all of that in mind, we have some challenges for you and for us, Caitlin. Yes. We have to do this too, (laughs) um, to bring what we've talked about to life. This week at work, give it a try. Here are our three things to do. First, say hi to one new person this week. It can be someone who you work with. It can be someone in a neighboring business. It can be someone you see on the sidewalk when you're walking into work or that you constantly see in the parking garage. Just try it. Say hi to one new person. Number two, walk the long way to your break room or the bathroom to see some new faces. And of course, say hi. (laughs) And not only is this good for your personal interaction opportunities, but it also just feels good to take the long way when you've been sitting at a desk all day. And the last one, be open to interaction beyond the task at hand, the agenda, the meeting. Open it up a little bit more. This one applies especially to even if you're not going to an actual office, but let's say you hop on a Zoom meeting a little bit early and you're chatting with somebody. Taking that first five minutes to really have a personal discussion or a conversation is so important. It changes the tone. It really puts you, everybody on the same playing field, and it's just a really nice thing to do. And last, our bonus tip. As Kaylin (laughs) mentioned earlier, be prepared for those questions. If something comes at you and you're feeling put on the spot, remember the quick and easy tip of turning it around. Say something high level and flip the question. Oh my gosh, there's so many answers to that. I can't even pinpoint one. How about you? All right, be sure to report back to us. Tell us how this week's challenge went for you. Did you make any new connections? How awkward was your first attempt? We would love to hear any of your stories. Write to us directly at howtosayhipod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at howtosayhipod. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Brent McCormick and the Wimps, for this awesome music. Enjoy. Enjoy.